0: In this CapCast, Dr. Diana Cardona will discuss what pathologists need to know about the Medicare Access and CHIP Reauthorization Act of 2015, also known as MACRA. Dr. Cardona, the Medical Director of the Surgical Pathology and Immunopathology Laboratories at Duke University Medical Center, is teaching a course on this topic with Dr. Stephen Black at CapE team in Chicago, which will be held October 20th through the 24th. Dr. Cardona, thank you for speaking on MACRA. Now, is participation in the Quality Payment Program mandatory? Thank you for inviting me. So if you're a physician that bills
1: CMS for pretty much any Medicare Part B services, then you are likely required to participate via one of the two pathways in the Quality Payment Program. And the one pathway that's probably the most common for a pathologist to participate would be in the Merit-Based Incentive Payment System, or MIPS. The second pathway would be the Alternative Payment Model, or APM pathway. CMS provides eligibility criteria and special designations on their website, so I really would encourage people if they're uncertain on whether or not they have to re- participate or have to report, that they go on their website and if they just type in their national provider identifier number or MPI number, they should be able to see if they are eligible to participate, meaning they're required to participate. And if so, what tax identifier numbers are associated with their MPI number and exactly what, if any, special designation they have. The one that's probably going to be the most relevant to pathologists is being considered non-patient facing, which we feel most pathologists likely would fall under. CMS, based on their calculation, said about 8,200 pathologists are likely eligible to participate in that first pathway, the MIPS pathway there's another large subset of pathologists that are going to participate via the alternative payment model pathway. And then there's another smaller subset that likely won't pass the low volume threshold. And those are the ones that are excluded from participation just because, in essence, they don't bill CMS enough for it to be worthwhile for them to participate.
0: So this is clearly something that pathologists really need to pay attention to. What specifically should pathologists focus on? So
1: I think that, just in my first explanation, you can see it's a a little bit complicated on if you're eligible and if you are eligible, how you have to participate. And so I think that this program, the Quality Payment Program, really represents a significant change in the way that all physicians, including pathologists, are going to get paid by CMS for Medicare services. So if you are considered eligible and you do nothing, you will or your group will get an automatic penalty which for this reporting year, would be 5% of all your Medicare Part B billing. So automatically you would get 5% reduction on all your payments. So if you are a pathologist participating in the QPP via the MIPS pathway, then you need to understand how to report. And so if you are considered non-patient facing, which we do feel most pathologists likely would be considered, then you would have to focus on two of the four performance categories within the MIPS which for pathologists would be the quality performance category and the improvement activities performance category. The quality category would be representing 85% of your final score, and the improvement activities would be about 15% of your final score. So we really just are encouraging all pathologists to learn more about this and not just assume that their billing company is doing all the work for them. Because, for example, some billing companies may not be able to attest for your improvement activities. They may be doing your quality reporting, but even then, are they doing it to maximize your score? And that's just really something that I think most pathologists and groups need to become more educated about. And so to fully participate and be eligible for a bonus, you really want to submit quality measures, at least six quality measure data, and then also attest to two to three improvement activities. But at a minimum, just to avoid the penalty, you need to score above the performance threshold of 15 points. So, again, it's just a complicated program that I really feel that pathologists need to become better aware and understand what it is they or their group needs to do in order to at least avoid that penalty.
0: Now, what are pathologists being asked to do under these new regulations that are new and different than what they've done in the past? I think that
1: most pathologists or practices probably participated in the former uh, Physician Quality uh, Reporting System, or PQRS. And so those groups might have at least some familiarity with the concept of reporting on quality measures, and they may be wondering what exactly makes MIPS different. And so, in essence, what this new program has done is, in in a way, combined and replaced these older programs, including the PQRS program, the value-based modifier program, as well as the Medicare electronic health record um, incentive program, what used to be called meaningful use. And this new quality program has rolled all of these up into one program now as opposed to having them be separate. And so pathologists or all those that are participating in the quality program have to participate via reporting in one of or on several of those performance categories. And so, again, being considered non-patient facing, most pathologists would have to report on the quality and the improvement activities category. And based on those performance, they would get a final score. And then that final score would be then compared to the threshold that would be set annually by CMS, and depending on how you compare to that threshold, that will determine whether you get an incentive or if you're going to get a penalty.
0: What are the benefits of using a Qualified Clinical Data Registry, or QCDR, over the other reporting options?
1: Qualified Clinical Data Registry is just one of the ways that you could potentially report to CMS for MIPS. The Pathologist Quality Registry is a QCDR, or a Qualified Clinical Data Registry, that was launched by the CAP in 2017. The QCDR can improve practice performance through benchmarking against other practices, and it also allows reporting to be done easier so that you can potentially get that bonus in the MIPS program. I also feel that the registry helps reduce the burden of reporting by offering both a way for you to report for the quality category as well as the improvement activities category. So in essence, it's kind of like one-stop shopping as opposed to trying to figure out the different ways that you're going to report for all the categories in MIPS. Historically, pathologists have used claims-based reporting for participating in the PQRS program that I described previously. However, the Pathologist Quality Registry has several advantages over using claims-based reporting, such as, first of all, If you do claims-based, you're going to have to find another mechanism to participate in the other categories. And again, if you're non-patient facing, the one that you're going to have to worry about is the improvement activities. So you group would have to remember to attest to those improvement activities via another mechanism. Claims-based reporting also only allows you to report on a subset of measures. And so those are the old PQRS measures. If you utilize a qualified clinical data registry, such as pathologist quality registry, that will offer you a broader menu of measure options to choose from. And so, for example, in 2018, there are nine additional measures that you could choose from to report on for the MIPS program. And then also, if you look at data that CMS has published, they have shown that clinicians' performance in these quality programs actually is better when they use a registry to report on because it allows a broader availability of additional clinical data to support measure submission. So again, I think there's data to support that if you utilize a registry, performance is better. And again, it it provides that kind of one-stop shopping for both the quality measures and for the improvement activities.
0: Finally, Dr. Cardona, in addition to attending this course, are there other opportunities to learn about MIPS and the program requirements related to pathologists at CAP 18? So I do hope that
1: folks are able to attend the course because not only are they going to learn more about the program, it also offers them the opportunity to ask questions to the experts, right, that pertain to their personal situation. But I understand that some people may not be able to attend. And so the CAP has really invested a lot of resource and time to creating and continue to create uh, several educational resources. So, on the CAP website, there is the MIPS Resource Center that people can turn to for FAQs, for other documents, for checklists on how to ensure that you're prepared for participation in MIPS. Also, I'd mention the CMS website for the Quality Payment Program that also has a very useful website to turn to and also will give you information on just your eligibility status, for example. And then in addition, at the annual meeting, the pavilion will offer several presentations on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday that will focus on, A, how to maximize your score, and also learning sessions focused on the quality registry.
0: Thank you, Dr. Cardona, for discussing macro on this CAPCAST. If you are attending CAP 18 in Chicago, be sure to register for Dr. Cardona's session entitled Macroscopic Analysis of the New Quality Payment Program. Maximize Reimbursement While Demonstrating Value, which will be held on Monday, October 22nd from 9.30 a.m. till 11.30 a.m. She will be joined by another CAP advocacy leader in teaching this course, Dr. Stephen black Registration is now open online at capannualmeeting.org. Thank you for listening to this CAPcast, and be sure to listen to our other CAPcasts from the CAP on our SoundCloud channel, at soundcloud.com forward slash pathologist and we're also now on itunes subscribe to our podcast on itunes by searching for the word capcast in your itunes store once you find our podcast be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss any new capcast